Thank you for joining us, friends. It's great to be with you all. We love to learn with Rav Yitzchak, our continuing classes on the amazing, dynamic, and very, very alive and relevant and morally transformative Torah of Harav, Harav, Harav Cook, straight out of Yerushalayim, out of the holy city of Jerusalem, Rav Yitzchak Evan Shaish, who is going to be, who is living the Torah of Rav Cook, is spreading it globally, is, is bringing light into the world through the Torah of Rav Cook. So we love that you're all here to join us. Some of you are in the room, but many, many, many more are through the podcast and through the videos that we're sharing around the world with this content. So please enjoy the ride. As always, we will have some sources that Rav Yitzchak will masterfully guide us through, and then we'll have a chance to open up for questions. So Rav Yitzchak, thank you so much, and thank you all for being here. Shalom Aleichem, and uh, whoever is with us and saying hello. And um, yeah, let's uh, let's just enter into the text. Let Rav Cook do the talking, because um, and I I, I want to say how much I appreciate your description of of the significance of his Torah. It's it's on that level that it's. Uh, on the way you described it, and it's it's transformative Torah. So we are now going to hold on. Sorry, this wrong screen is up. Just excuse me for one little, just to somehow it suddenly disappeared on me the screen and uh, this shouldn't be happening. Hold on. Why is this? Okay, hold on one second, please. Okay. So we are using these series of, of classes of Shi'urim to explore the world of Rav Cook's consciousness and his teachings uh, based on, on one particular uh, teaching that is based, and we introduced it last week, Shir Merubah, which is an expansion found in the Zohar of Hashem's name, Yud Ke Vav Ke, Yud, Yud Ke, Yud Ke Vav, Yud Ke Vav Ke. One plus two plus three plus four is a fourfold song building the, the ten spheres of the tree of life. And the Zohar calls it Shir Merubah. Rav Kook expanded on this few thousand years later, and he wrote this in the 
around 1910, and he wrote, Yeshu Shar Shirat Nafsho. There is the person who sings the soul, the song of their own soul. And in their soul, they find everything. Their full spiritual satisfaction. And last week, we learned some of his Torahs, which he speaks about the process of being true to your own inner truth to the Tselem Elohim that's within you, and then you're singing the song of your essential uh, independent self, and how important it is to be in touch with one's inner being and to give expression to one's own truth to, in order to make life meaningful. And now he takes it to the second level. And then there is that person and that part of us in which we sing the song of our nation, of our people. We emerge out of the circle of our individual self that we don't find it broad enough, we don't find it with sufficient breadth. And it, it doesn't have an idealistic basis. We aspire to the greatest heights. And then we join together with a refined love in Klaluta Shel Knesset Israel, with the collective of the entire community of Israel. The Ima who shar et shirea meitzar betzarotea b'mishta'ashea b'tikvotea. With her, we sing her song, take pain in her pains, and we rejoice in her hopes. We consider, we reflect, we think high in pure thoughts, al-avara the al-atida on its past, on the past, the history of Israel, and to the future of Israel. The, the choker be'ahava u'bechachmat lev et tochen rucha ha'pnimit. And we investigate with, we, how does he translate it? We probe with love and wisdom her inner spiritual essence. And so that's the second level, this, the level in which we're, we're singing Shirata Uma, the song of our people, the song of our, the song of our nation. And we're absolutely blessed to be able to lachkor, to investigate the inner spiritual content, to, of Israel, 
באהבה ובחכמת לב, with love and, and, and wisdom, wisdom of heart, and through the perspectives of הרב אברהם יצחק הכהן, הכהן קוק, who really more than, he was the Kohen Gadol of our epoch, and, and so he really brought Chachmat HaLev, and, and, and he, really, he really carried our understanding of the Torah. The, and so what we're going to focus in on, though, let's, let's stay with the text. Um, we're going to focus in on some of his teachings on what it means to be Israel, what it means to be connected to the nation of Israel. And we're going to start with, in my mind, one of the most remarkable teachings. Um, and I'm assuming everybody can hear me okay and see me okay and see the text okay. It's large enough and I can make it even maybe a little touch larger. Okay, this is a piece that Ruff Cook wrote in notebook one. It's piece number 186 of the eight notebooks, which are the core of his, of his spiritual uh, chidushim and illuminations. And um, he wrote, and this, he, he, had, he had arrived in Israel in 1904 to be the chief rabbi of Yafo and the settlements. And um, coming to, to be in the land of Israel, he really experienced a, a spiritual expansion, a spiritual illumination that is reflected in, in, in his writing. And this piece he wrote, let's say around 1910. The nation, and it's interesting the word nation, he uses the modern word Medina, the nation is not the happiest, highest level of happiness for, for the human, for the humankind. This we can say about a regular nation. A regular nation. She'ena ola לערך יותר גדול מחברת אחריות גדולה that most regular nations don't rise up to a higher value than being one big insurance company. We are collectively an insurance company in everybody who's a citizen of this nation We'll take care of each other and this and that against, if need be, other nations. Where it's an insurance society for the survival of every citizen and, and the well-being of every citizen, but physical well-being. It's all about our physical survival. A regular nation isn't much more value than a big insurance company. In which case, in which many of the ideas and, and ideals remain, 
עטרת החיים של האנושיות, עטר the crown of life of humankind, all these ideals מרחפים ממעלה, they are soaring beyond the regular nation ואינם נוגעים בה, and have nothing to do with it. The nation is not there because it's, it, it has an idea or an ideal to, to, to bring into, into life, but it's there to ensure the survival of, of everybody who's part of the nation, and oftentimes against other nations. So that's, he says, nationalism, and that's why, so Eina Medina, nationalism is just not the highest expression for humankind. However, this is not true. Medina, if you have a, a nation state that in its foundation is idealistic. Shechakuk behavayata tochen ha'ideali ha'yoter elyon that embedded into its very being of a nation is the highest spiritual content. Shehu be'emet ha'osher ha'yoter gadol shel ha'yachid which is truly the greatest happiness for each individual. Each individual to be part of a great ideal brings great happiness to each individual. And Medina Zu, nation like this, he be'emet hayoter elyona besulama osher. A nation like this is actually the, the highest level in the ladder of happiness, a nation whose ideal, his ideal is, um, has, a, has an ideal, has a, has a high level ideal at its content. And here's the punchline. The Medina Zu, he Medinatenu, Medinat Israel. I imagine everybody sees the words there written. I, I underlined it and it enlarged it. I could even enlarge it more. I want to introduce you to a historical moment. This apparently is the first time in history that the words Medinat Israel appeared were used. It was never used before in any of the rabbinic and, and midrashic literature. We speak about Am Israel, Knesset Israel, Eretz Israel. The phrase Medina is a modern phrase. And when Herzl wrote, he wrote Medinat Yehudim. Zionism was the, uh, the, Medina, the state of the Jews. Rav Cook here is using the phrase, this is our nation, Medinat Israel, the nation, this nation state of Israel, and he defines it, Yesod Kiseh Hashem Be'olam, its foundation is the, the throne of its, uh, the, it is the foundation of God's throne 
God's seat in the world. Shekol chefza hu shehiyeh Hashem echad ushmo echad. That the entire the uh, entire desire of Israel is that God's name will be one, and God will be one, and His name will be one. Shezehu beemet haosher hayoter elyon. This is truly the highest happiness. A nation that is the yesod, the foundation for God's presence in the world. A nation who entire being is dedicated to the Hashem Echad Ushmo Echad. Vezothi Medinatenu, Medinat Israel. Now, I want to tell you a little bit of history. Um, this piece was never published. The first time it was published was in an edition of Sefer Orot, which we'll be reading more from Orot, that was published in the 1950s. In May 1948, when Ben-Gurion and, and the small group of people around him were writing the, the Declaration of Independence, they were debating what to call the Latin, called this nation that they were declaring. And they were considering Sion, Yehuda, Herzliya, trying to think of the other names that were thing. Ben-Gurion apparently said, we're calling it Medinat Israel. And then it was written down. And for the known world, that was the first time that Medinat Israel was was the words Medinat Israel were uttered in the world. Rav Kook, and nobody saw this, that Rav Kook wrote this in 1910. So Medina is Medinat Israel. So we, I want to dedicate our learning now and always to the strengthening of Medinat Israel and Am Israel, Yesod Kisei Hashem Ba'olam, because the purpose of Israel is to be the foundation of, of God's presence in the world. And our entire being is dedicated to the, to the understanding and, and, and the implications that Hashem Echad U Shmo Echad. And we have to understand that this is the, the, the greatest level of happiness. <laughs> and then he concludes this little piece by saying, it's true that this lofty level it needs a long process of clarification, a biur aroch. However, so that we can raise this light, we can raise this light in days of darkness, but nevertheless, we can't prevent this. We have to understand this is our greatest happiness and to be able to um, establish Medinat Israel as Yesod Kise Hashem. Be'olam bimheira be'amenu ve'nomar. We can join Roberta and say, Amen. Um, okay. So um, we can speak about that later, but I hope people understand the significance of that little piece that Rav Cook wrote. The people around Rav Cook came to the conclusion that he's experiencing prophecy. In this piece, in a certain way, is uh, it could be called prophecy, and it could also be called directing reality. 
which the high priest is a, uh, a master of Ezrat Hashem. And so then in Sefer Orot, this was already published. He wrote this in the first, uh, also somewhere between 1900 to 1920, probably before 19, between 19, in his Yafo period. Yitpateach HaYeshuv Be'eretz Yisrael. The settlement in Israel, the land of Israel will develop. Yibaneh HaBinyan HaLeumi. The national uh, building, the national home will be built. Mitocho Yafuach Ruach Gadol. From it will blow forth a mighty spirit. Nishmat HaUma Titorer Letchiyah. The soul of the people, the soul of the nation will awaken to life, to, re, to renewal. From its very essential nature, she will know her entire essence. From her basic, uh, with mighty strength, with great strength, we will establish our independent and essential life patterns. Israel, the, the calendar of Israel and, and, the, and the priorities of Israel and so forth, we're, we're, going to, we're going to build that. We're going to build the national home, which, which this great will be a, a home for this great spirit. Aruach HaMeyuchad Shel HaUma the unique spirit of this nation will prepare and bring the belief, the value in God, the God of Israel, to the world. And, and of even more so in ourselves, we for sure will bring it into our very inner beings. Yitparetz and the inner power will burst forth like a bursting mountain, the Achaima Israelim and the Israelite life, the Israel way of life. That carrying both this inner necessity that this is what Israel is for, but also with a, a very clear free will recognition within ourselves, not just because we'll, that will be moving us, the, the inner soul of Israel will burst through. And will assume the inner power will break forth like a volcano in Israelite life with inner necessity and free consciousness will assume its authentic form. And what will bring this great tshuva is when we're able to really develop our own natural form, our natural being. And then that will bring tshuva ahava, a return out of love. 
without any um, falling in the physical world. Ki im tshuva pnimit novaat mi omek ha-emet shebeor ha-chaim shel ha-neshama. It's an inner tshuva that will come from the very depth of truth that's in the living light, in the light of life in the soul. We need not be pained at all on account of the gushing streams of the natural, national, national spirit. We shouldn't be, be stared off from all the different ways it's expressing itself. The revisionist, the, the Zionist, the dissonance, and all of these ways. And it's a stormy way, the so'en, that are storming together. Gam akilkulim, even the ruinations, the mistakes, that we will ruin along the path, in the end, it'll come to the building and repairing. And, and this is the, this was written 1912. And um, so we see Rav Cook's prophetic vision of Israel and now we see it that it's coming very much and he then he said it's very important for Israel to do what Israel needs to do because he said um, this is in an essay where it's um, it's also in Orot and it's it's in an essay in Orot and I want to You can see this. I want to recommend this is Rabbi Betzalel Naor's masterful, masterful uh, presentation, uh, translation with notes, and you can get it the Hebrew and the English of Orot, which is Rav Cook's most Zionist writing. This is really his writing about 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 Israel and the religious Zionist movement. This is their this is their their most important book. Just like Tanya is the defining book for Lubavitch, Orot is the defining book for the re religious Zionist world that, that Rav, Rav Cook gave birth to, um, defined and, and set the framework for. So in this book, Orot, and it was published in 1921 as Rav Cook became the chief rabbi, and this was like part of his calling card to Israel. Um, a few years later, Orota Chuva came out, and but that was focused in on Chuva. But his political, historical, prophetic writings about Israel are found in this book. And and let me read you parts of it. Binyan haolam, the building of the world. Hamitmotet keet leraglei hasaarot hanoraot. The world that is now toppling and crumbling in the footsteps of these horrible storms of swords full of blood. World War I. 
את בניין האומה הישראלית, requires the rebuilding of the nation of Israel, the Israelite nation, the בניין העולם, the building of the world, דורש הוא את בניין האומה הישראלית. בניין האומה והתגלות רוחה הוא עניין אחד. The building of the nation and the revelation, the discovery, the uncovering of its spirit is one matter. וכולו הוא מאוחד עם בניין העולם. And all of this is one and merged together with the building of the world. התרבות העולמית מתנודדת. World culture is toppling. רוח האדם נחלש. The human spirit is weakening. מחשכים, מכסים את כל העמים. Darknesses are covering all the nations and <laughs> and bringing Yeshayahu, Isaiah, החושך יכסה ארץ וערפל לאומים. Darkness will cover the earth, and a dark, thick cloud covers all the nations. The world culture is toppling, and it continues to. The ha'sha'ah higia, and the time has come or olam, the eternal time, the, the time of, the eternal time, or Elohim emet, the light of the true God, or Elohei Yisrael, the light of the God of Israel, hamitgale al yedei amo, that is coming to be revealed by his people. We are here to reveal the the light of Hashem, the light of the, the light of Hashem is to do and then he says, all the cultures of the world will be renewed with our renewal of spirit. All the ideas will straighten out. Sorry. כל החיים יאורו בשמחה, שמחת לידה חדשה בהתקוממותנו. All of life will be illuminated with the joy of the, of the new birth as we, Israel rises up. כל האמונות ילבשו בגדים חדשים, all the faiths and beliefs will wear new garments. Yasiru et abgadim hatzvaim me'alehen. They will remove their soiled clothing. Vayitbashu belevushe yakar. And wear precious garments. Yaznichu et kol pigul. They will leave. Yaznichu. את כל פיגול. יזניחו, yeah. we will abandon everything uh, despoiled. כל טמא, everything that's impure, 
וכל תיעוב and everything that's disgusting in their midst ויתאחדו לינוק מתעללי אורות הקודש and all the cultures of the world we're talking here on a global level will leave all the, the garbage that's keeping people in, in war and in conflict and in, in, in selfishness and in, in, in hatred that stuff that the, the cultures will be cleared of that the cultures won't be destroyed or changed but they're, they're they'll take off all the, all the garbage that's been acquired through this history of, of, of war and violence I mean since you know Cain killed you know, one brother killed the other brother and we unite we'll all unite it do will unite to suckle from the the dews of the lights of holiness which were prepared from the creation to all the nations and to all humankind and every human in the wellspring of Israel. This is the Be'er Israel. Uh, you know, Avraham dug up wells and, and Yitzhak had to redig the wells and, and he's saying, but this is the well of Israel that, that is prepared for the world so that we can really, everyone in the world will, will be able to really draw from the dew of the lights of holiness. Brachat Avraham lekol goye ha'aretz, the blessing of Avraham to all the nations of the earth, tachel et pu'ulata, will act its action betokef, powerfully, u begalui, and very clearly, al pi yesoda, and through this blessing of Israel will begin, michadesh, will begin from new, or to renew, Binyano Be'eretz Yisrael, our, our building in the land of Israel. Chorban Ha'achshavi, hu ha'chanat tchiyat chadasha, the destruction that is happening right now, and that's talking about the destruction of um, World War I, is the beginning, the preparation of a new, a new rebirth, Amuka, deep, the ofit, and very essential, very dealing with the, with the, really dealing with the very essence of life. What is happening? Or chesed elyon. I feel like that should be underlined. Or chesed elyon mitnotzets, the light of chesed elyon, of God's highest love, is starting to, to sparkle through, to burst through. Shem heye, Shem Hashem heye asher heye. The name of God, which is, I will be that which I will be. And that's, of course, the, it's, it's, I think in most trees, it's, it's connected to the sfirat of Keter. It's the highest level. And it's the, we, 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 to fully understand this, we, we could go to check that 
to learn that when when God presented Himself as a yeah, share a yeah to Moses, but told people tell them a yes sent you. It's it's a very profound, profound. But here He's saying we're coming to that moment when God met the full when Moses met the fullness of God. Hey, we're now. History is now bringing us to that moment. Or Chesed Elyon Mit Notzetz, the light of God's highest love is coming forth. The name Eyeh Asher Eyeh is coming forth and being discovered. Havu Godele Eloheinu, quoting Deuteronomy, give praise to to Hashem, to our Elohim. And that's what Rav Kook during, wrote during World War One. Okay, we continue within the same Mamrea Raya. Um, well, it, it's connected writings. Zohi has, so what does it mean to be Israel? Because he's saying we have to sing the song of Israel. So what does it mean to be Israel along with all what we've been looking at? Zothi hasgulaha israelit. This is the Israelite um, special capacity. Lirot eta ora eloki to be able to see the divine light. Hamemale et kola havaya kula that fills all of existence. Ve eta tachlit. And we're able to see the purpose that is embedded in the very depths of the beginning. And therefore, it's written in the Chumash, right? The Torah, the beginning of the Torah. First is mentioned the creation of the world, and the name of God only appears after the, cre the creation. Because the entire creation speaks of the, the glory of God. And even when we don't, his name is not mentioned, uh, it becomes very clear that God will be revealed afterwards and right afterwards. And this is, but this is what being Israel is about, is the divine light that fills all existence. So may we be blessed as Israel to be able to see the divine light that fills all existence and serve the expansion of the divine light that fills all existence. And let us say, Amen. 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 All right, Roberta. Okay, folks. So <laughs> um, I want to make a transition from here to the rough cook. Pesach teaching, and it's not actually a transition, but it's um, but Erev Pesach, and what we're going to read through is the introduction 
to what was put in the introduction to Rav Cook's Haggadah. When they prepared Haggadah based on Rav Cook's teachings, uh, this is the, the introduction. And what it's made up of, it's, um, it's a, a fusion of two essays. One that he wrote, Erev, Erev, Rosh, Erev Pesach 1935, and the other one that he wrote, Erev Pesach 1934, as public letters to the, to the land, of, to the people of Israel. And um, so we'll conclude. And um, yeah, you should be able to do it within 10 minutes and then we can leave time for, for discussion. But it's, uh, it's entitled Chevut, Freedom, the Biur Chametz and the destruction, the elimination of the Chametz. And Rav Cook says like this, Ele hashnaim hamesamnim lanu et chaga It is these two, these two that are symbolized for us, the festival of our liberation, the, the concept, these two concepts, freedom and biur chametz. And they symbolize for us uh, the festival of our liberation, Chag Pesach, the festival of Pesach, the time of our freedom, Zman Cheruteinu. These are the two concepts, Bi'or Chametz, freedom. Ve'ledorot, ma'anachnu lomdim me'ele shnei hanosim halalu tatluim zebazeh. And what can we learn for the generations from these two interrelated concepts? The eternal answer is that the purposes, the conditions for maybe that's the conditions of redemption of Geula, there are two conditions for Geula. One, atzmit, the essential freedom is guf mikol shibud zar, is the freedom of the body from every foreign enslavement or influence. Shibud zar is being addicted to sugar, being addicted to whatever food, but it's the freedom of the body from being any sort of external addiction. Mikol shibud ha kofe etzelemelokim from every enslavement that that puts down that controls the tzelemelokim the divine image asher beadam that is within us liot meshuba liot liot meshubad. When we are enslaved to any power that lessens our value, our splendorous greatness and our glorious holiness, if we're given over to some power that reduces our, our greatness and our holiness, well, we got to be free of that. 
והחירות הזאת, and this freedom, אינה נקנית, is only acquired, you can only get it, כי אם על ידי חירותה של הנשמה, except through, only through the freedom of the soul, חירות הרוח, the freedom of the spirit, מכל מה שהוא מטה אותה ממסילתה הישרה, from whatever distracts us, diverts us, uh, turns us away from our path of integrity, our path, our מסילתה הישרה, האיתנה, היצוקה, our powerful path of integrity that is very much embedded המיצוקה במהותו העצמית, in our essential, uh, in our essential essence, that's encased in our true inner being. Anything that takes us away from, from, being, from being in touch with our, our path of righteousness, in our inner sense, inner essence. אבל אלה שני סוגות אחרים but these two types of freedom cannot be acquired. Um, neither can an individual as a private individual, nor can the entire nation as a complete kibbutz. I've been thinking of Israel a lot lately. It's, it's basically kibbutz Israel. There's a certain feeling here. It's one, one big kibbutz with many different lifestyles. But this entire nation as a complete unit, that have a unique spirit, but we're not able to, to receive, to merit the Baal Ruach Meyuchad except through the burning from all our borders and boundaries, removing from all our borders, everything that delays, that prevents our freedom. And this is our leaven, the 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 rising dough, the fermented dough that is rising, shehezeko, that the damage of this rising, matsui beyoter is even more apparent. Be'et asher or shel geula mitnotzetzalav at the time when the light of freedom and liberation is is shining upon us, and so now it's even more clear. Um, what's holding us back. So therefore, now he brings it into aval, um, lamed. Therefore, we need to learn, lamed We need to learn, we need to teach ourselves. It's sort of in a reflexive tense. We need to teach ourselves, lanu, how to bring upon ourselves, how to acquire for ourselves this great spirit of freedom, 
אשר זרח עלינו אמנם בתקופות המאירות שלנו, and that certainly shown upon us in our illuminated periods, ואשר יצא כברק נוצץ, and that came out as a lightning bolt, בהופעתה של הגאולה הראשונה in the appearance, the manifestation of the first liberation which was Geulat Mitzrayim, the liberation from Egypt, Asher Nigla Aleinu Malchei Amlachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in which appeared upon us the Holy One, blessed be He, the, the King of Kings, Sovereign of Sovereigns, in His great uh, Kavod, in His great honor, Vekiravtanu Avodato, and brought us close to our, his service, which is our complete cherut, and raised us from lowliness of enslavement to, this, to, of a, to something that's completely foreign and worthless. And this, I, in order to make sure we have enough time, I'm going to read this um, mostly in English to keep going, because, but it's a very interesting idea here. Uh, the difference between so what does it mean to be a slave and what does it mean to be a free person? The difference between a slave and a free person is not only a matter of status. One person is enslaved to another and the other one is not enslaved. I'm free. We can find a slave whose spirit is full of freedom and a free person who has the spirit of a slave. The essential freedom is that elevated spirit by which we, every human being, and each, the entire nation, rises to, this we should do in the Hebrew, ne'eman, liot ne'eman la'atzmiyut ha'pnimit shalo. Freedom is being faithful, being loyal to our inner essence, to our inner independence. La'atchuna ha'nafshit to the spiritual quality of the image of God, the divine image that's within us. Being free is being loyal to our inner essence. Being free is being loyal to our image, to our tzalem elokim, to do that. And when we are living in that way, we can feel our lives meaningful and really worthy of value. And that's not the situation with somebody who's in enslaved spirit. Somebody who is not moved by their inner essential being, be uh, someone who is what they are moved by. Here's here, the definition of a slave is somebody that is that which is defined as nice and good by the other person, hasholet or other institution. That has any sort of control on you. If your definition of tov and yafeh is defined for you from the outside, whether it's an official force or whether it's an ethical force, well, that's what the rabbis say you have to, you know, that's what they think. It's wherever it's, um, that's what he's defining here, whether their authority of this outside force is the government or it's some ethical leadership. In anything that the outside, if we, if what is tov and yafeh is defined for us by someone outside, by a definition outside of our true inner truth, 
well then we're not then we're then we have the spirit of a slave and we must move forward so that this inner light of our internal freedom our sensual freedom will express our renewed independence and this we that this moment that we acquired otahegut she this freedom that we acquired through this great, wondrous, unique event in the world. At the time that was done to us and when we were liberated from Egypt for eternal liberation. And so come brothers and sisters, let us sit together. He ended it for the Seder. We are the children of sovereignty. Freedom is our eternal evidence. And we raised high the flag of freedom through the process of the elimination of the leaven. And we, and in this way, in doing the mitzvot of, of the Seder, we're bringing the world to complete, we're participating to that soon we will be liberated with complete, complete full liberation. And may we be so blessed. And I really want to bless the efforts of Rabbi Shmuley to bring liberation. And, and you know, because he's really speaking about social consciousness here and, and freeing the enslaved globally. And, 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 and taking away the power from the pharaohs and, and all the corrupt, selfish forces and destructive forces. So may we be blessed to participate in the process of Geula, the Nomar, Amen. Amen, 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 Amen. All right, so if you can open up, I can, we can, un please unmute, and if anybody wants to, then feel free. I guess I can unmute. Any comments or questions? I can't hear you, Rick. Bye. I was feeding Izzy, so I forgot what time it was. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, if there, I'm assuming if, if there's any questions or comments, feel free. Otherwise, we'll we'll. We'll sign off for now. And uh, okay, so I, I will thank you for your participation and your attention. And, and next week we're going to continue. It's the next level, which is the third level is the song of, of humanity of all humankind. So uh, this the song of Israel to the song of all humankind. And it'll also be a um, be good introduction to, to Pesach, which is ultimately about the liberation of all humankind. And we can focus in on that next week. Okay, folks, Laila Tov, all the best. And Todah Shalom, shalom from 
Your 